0: This is Betting Weekly, Extra Time, Serie A edition. You're with Dan Robocan, freelance Italian football journalist, Daniele Keller First of all, Daniele, uh, we've talked about this um, for a long time because in the battle for top four, Bet Rivers, rightly so, have not been putting prices up. Uh, that's because no one knew exactly what was going to happen with Juventus. Well, we've had another ruling and another points deduction. Daniele, bring us up to speed for those not across it.
1: So minus 10 for Juventus, which brings them back to 7th. And it is important to stress out that the prosecutor want to deduct enough points for Juventus to be outside of the top six so it's a very afflictive decision that's how they call it in Italy and of course you can imagine the grievance of the Juventus uh, supporter for this ad hoc deduction uh, we need to read the motivation of the conviction it will be published in 15 days so after the championship is finished and maybe Juventus might appeal it to the Olympic Committee uh, there is another trial starting on the 15th of June linked to the way that were paid, unpaid and um, and so on and so forth. But this could bring maybe point of action in the next season. It looks like Juventus are not going to play in Europe the next season, obviously waiting for the decision of UEFA, who might decide to exclude them altogether for a couple of seasons running.
0: It's going to be interesting to see. And obviously it really does colour from a betting angle where Juve might finish and a whole manner of markets. Um, so it's just one of those things. Unfortunately, if you're looking to get involved with top four, obviously it could linger on, as Daniele yeah. points out. We had a big game, of course, last night uh, with um, success for Inter in the Coppa Italia uh, final against Fiorentina. It could be a very, very good end to the season for Inter. But as we were just talking off air, uh, Daniele, hanging on to a certain extent at the end.
1: In the end, Fiorentina had a lot of chances. They started Fiorentina the game really well. Inter were a little bit shocked by the pressing of Fiorentina. But then with the resilience, uh, Inter managed to get back. And obviously with the players, with the great players, they have two goals for Lautaro, which brings him to 101 goals in an Inter shirt and 27 goals for the season, the second one. It's beautiful. And then Inter, in the end, I think, yes, they hang on in there. Um, they kind of parked the bus for the last 15 minutes. Uh, Andanovic made a great save on Jovic. Jovic missed a a very clear chance. Uh, Fiorentina showed uh, everything that they've been showing this season so far. The good things, they're a team that plays in the front foot. When they build from the back, they commit a lot of players forward. But then also, once they are ahead, they continue to play exactly the same way as if they're losing. So they always lose. They always leave defenders one to one with the, with the the opposition's attackers, and Inter could exploit that. And obviously, Fiorentina have a problem this season converting chances, and that was the story of the Coppa Italia final. I felt probably they should have gone to extra time. It would have been fairer. But Inter again. The experience of being in finals, that is the fourth final that Inzaghi has won with Inter. Pep Guardiola, you've been warned.
0: (laughs) Uh, Fiorentina, of course, involved in the Conference League final as well. And we're going to talk about Fiorentina shortly uh, because we have got five selections from Daniele and a three-game parlay on what is the penultimate weekend of Italian football. Ten games, of course, and all of them live. On the Bet Rivers app. We're going to kick off with a game on Saturday. This is 3 p.m. local, 9 a.m. Eastern. It's Spezia against Torino here. Uh, focus on Spezia, I guess, Daniela, because of the two teams. They've got something to play for. They're one point clear of the bottom three. They are favourites, though, here at plus 140 with Torino plus 210. I guess there's a lot factored into. Um, the reasoning there that especially you've got something to play for, Torino ostensibly haven't. But in terms of form, you'd say Torino are in better form. How do you say? it?
1: Yes, I think uh, the, they were factoring in in the odds the fact that Spezia are fighting for their life, but Spezia collected the 13th draw of the season at Lecce last weekend, nil-nil, and I wonder whether they're going to live to regret that one, really, because of the calendar is tough: Torino home and Roma away next. Considering that, yes, they are one point ahead. From Verona, but Verona got an easy run of fixtures, in my opinion. Second in consecutive clinching for Spezia. At home this season, they've been okay. They average one goal per game, but they conceded 26. So they are the second worst home defence. And yes, as you mentioned, Torino in really, really good form. I don't think they're going to lose here.
0: It's going to be interesting, isn't it? This game because there is going to be that focus on specia. And every single time we get to the end of the season across every single league, bettors have got to try and work out is form the overriding factor, or is the fact that teams have got something to play for. Does that mean that poorer teams potentially can play that little bit better? What's the selection then? What's the bet in this one, Daniel?
1: Torino on the Asian handicap plus zero point twenty five, which pays minus one nine minus one. 29 which means if Torino wins you win if Torino draws you are gonna win half your stake if Torino lose of course you lose the whole stake Torino got more points away than at home this season in the away table they will be fourth they had more away points than Roma Inter and Juventus have scored a more goals away than at home and i think this is because they are set up to be solid, defensive. This is a team that never score more than two goals in the league. Playing away from home, I think it suits them better. But they've been playing some nice stuff lately. Unbeaten in five, as you mentioned. Uh, Sanabria has been scoring again. One of the unsung heroes of the season. You know, Torino had to replace Belotti. Well, basically, they didn't replace Belotti with a new striker. And Sanabria has filled his boots, really, a lot. Um, only 33% of games of Torino have been over 2.5 goals. So could be a low-scoring game, but I think it's going, to game, it's going to be a game that Torino is not going to lose. Asian Handicap plus 0.25, minus 129.
0: Let's move on to the game, 6pm local, 12pm Eastern. It is the Europa Conference League final finalists against the yes. Europa League final finalists, which is Fiorentina against Roma. Um, and the odds compilers here have made Fiorentina... The favourites here at plus one forty eight. Roma plus one ninety five. The draw is plus two forty five. Unders, incidentally, minus one forty three for this one. Um, for pair, for the pair of them, you suggest uh, we would suggest that obviously when it comes to getting Europe um, for Fiorentina, they have to win that final yes. because they've beaten the they've lost in the Coppa, and the same applies to Rome. I mean, I don't know what's happened with Roma Daniele here. They've drawn the last three in all competitions. Haven't won any of the last six in Serie A from being in a position where potentially they could get Champions League via their league position. Now it's all about that Europa League final, it would, uh, it would appear. How do you assess these two?
1: They missed a lot of key players lately. They had a lot of injuries in all the positions on the pitch. I remember a couple of weeks ago against Inter, they could barely fill an eleven of senior uh, players. Now they're getting the players back slowly, but obviously it's mission Budapest for them. They need to win that uh, the, the game against uh, Seville to finish and to qualify for the Champions League. Look, they still have got a slim chance to qualify uh, for Champions League, but they need to win both games and hope the Milan basically lose them both. It's very uh, difficult. For them, they did turn over against Salernitana, and it didn't pay off 2-2. Uh, it, was, it was a good game, but yes, Roma, you could tell they took the, the foot of the pedal a little bit. Um, now, is Jose Mourinho going to make a massive turnover? Yes, I think he's going to make 11 changes. He's going to play pretty much, go and have a look at the game they played in Bologna. Before the return semi final against Feyenoord, and he there made seven or eight changes, even the second goalkeeper uh, played there. They drew that one, by the way. Last year, uh, I had a look, five days before playing in the Conference League final, they went to Turin against Torino and won 3 0 with a little bit of turnover, not massive turnover. He made only four changes, Mourinho, but. But last year they needed to win to finish sixth and play in the Europa League. Now this time they don't really need to win, and I think it's going to make many more changes to this one, which obviously makes for me uh, Fiorentina favorite in this case because their 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 their, their final is far away it's on the 7th of June, so there is a little bit of buffer to recover as well uh, from the from the Coppa Italia defeat.
0: So timing is everything when it comes to this game for Roma. because you sense that if the finals would have been the other way around, we might have got other selections. Watch out for the team news coming through. With all that in mind, we have very much got a Fiorentina slant to the selection, Daniele.
1: One X double chance and over 1.5 goals. Pays minus 115 Fiorentina's games are never dull. I said it at the beginning of the program. They have a precise style of play. They are entertaining to watch. They attack in numbers. But they always leave two centre-backs against the other two centre-backs. So if you play with a 3-5-2 3-5-2 formation, you could exploit the one-to-one. And now sometimes this Fiorentina center back made the right decision, sometimes they don't, or they mistime their um, their tackle, and then you're basically clear on one-on-one. He happened to inter again yesterday. And I think this is gonna be also an indication for the final against West Ham. Win, draw, or lose, Fiorentina are gonna play exactly in the same way. But maybe, having lost the the final yesterday, which they didn't deserve to, is going to give them a little bit of an edge, a little bit more of experience. I think it's unfair, to be fair, to Fiorentina to play 72 hours after a Coppa Italia defeat, although they played in Rome. They are unbeaten in five games at home. Um, It's not been a great season domestically. uh, At home, uh, uh, at the Frankie. only 28 goals scored, but tons of chances created. The day Fiorentina takes all the chances, they can... Win 5 6 0 easily. They always create chances. 1x and over 1.5 goals, minus 115.
0: Let's move on to Inter against Atalanta, which is the later game on Saturday. 245 Eastern kickoff here. Inter minus 118 to be Atalanta plus 310. Draw plus 295 here. Uh, unders. Is plus 108 because over is minus 148. So very short here for this one when it comes to goals. Um, Inter, of course, lost to Napoli in their last league game, ending that eight match winning one across all competitions. But, A draw will guarantee them Champions League football here. Atalanta, not quite sure what's happened. Again, a little bit like Roma. All these teams that have been just off the pace with the Champions League, but still with an opportunity to get a top four. They faltered right at the end of the season. They lost two on the spin, but then defeated Verona last time out. Um, What are we looking at for Inter against Atalanta, Danieli?
1: Here we're looking at a tie game because Inter, yes, does need just a point here to qualify, Obviously, uh, thanks to the deduction of points of Juventus. And I think Atalanta, had they known that Juventus would have been deducted 10 points, perhaps in those two games they lost, uh, they would have maybe hung on to that until the end. But, you know, Atalanta really with a slim chance to uh, to qualify for the Champions League. But it's going to be uh, difficult. I'm looking for Inter, again, obviously 72 hours after the Coppa Italia final to get a result tier. Not necessarily a win, so I'm going to go for 1x. And both teams to score, plus 104. I didn't mention Fiorentina had a lot of chances against Inter. Inter defences look a little bit shaky at times. In the last 15 minutes, they parked the bus a little bit more. It was thanks also to a great Say by Andanovic they didn't go to extra time, but they always have goal scorers in them. And Lukaku, when he came on in the second half, provided a good assist for Gosens, who almost converted it. Inter and Bida in the last nine against Atalanta only twelve goals considered at home, by the way. Inter best defense at home alongside uh, Bologna, uh, but I think uh, I think this is going to be this is going to be a tight one. Uh, by the way, forty-seven percent of games of Atalanta and Inter have been both to score and. Over 2.5 goals. Atalanta, as expected, better away again than home uh, this season. They do stutter at home sometimes, although they won the last one against uh, Verona, thanks also to a goalkeeper mistake. I'm going to go for 1x and both to score, plus 104. Just over
0: even money. If you fancy following myself and Danielian for the Inter Atalanta game, which is Saturday night. 8.45 local, 2.45 Eastern. Let's move on to some Sunday fixtures here. We've got two to preview. Then we've got a parlay still to come on the show from Daniele. Verona Empoli is our first Sunday preview here. 12.30 local, 6.30 a.m. Eastern. Verona are the favourites, Um, They obviously need a positive performance here because yes. they are in 18th position. They're in the final relegation spot. We know that Cremonese and Sampdoria are already down. Um Empoli, I've written in my notes here that they took advantage of a sulking Juve side to yes. beat in <laughs> yes. 4-1. I, I'm not 100% sure that that's true. And it's another one that we look at if you balance form, current form and current results versus need four points. You can spin it either way because Verona are short at minus 143, but Empoli at plus 410. That will attract some interest, I think, from betters. Uh, Daniele, how are we tackling this one?
1: Empoli are in form. Ten points in the last four, so they are uh, mathematically safe. And yes, Juventus were shocked, shell shocked, to start the game well, but then Empoli hit them when it mattered, and you know they managed to to score a couple of goals in the first half, and then the other two in the second half on the counter. And, you know, Empoli are doing well. They had a very good end of the season, despite missing now one of the best players, Baldanzi, who's playing the under-20 World Cup with Italy. Uh, Verona, on the other hand, by the way, I think it's unfair that they play after Spezia. They should play at the same time because, you know, they got one point to recover. But, you know, playing, knowing what Spezia has done, it's a great advantage. If they finish level, they're going to be a playoff game to avoid uh, relegation Uh, against Atalanta they were condemned by a mistake by the keeper Monty who gifted the 2-1 to Pasalic Uh, they tried to attack more but by doing so they left a few gaps at the back. The last game is away at Milan for Verona so this is a must win a draw will be okay if Verona draws here and Spezia loses I think they're going to go to the, to the playoff um, normally these games, the games of these two teams are not really full of goals, 61% of Verona and 63% of Empoli games have been under 2.5 goals, 86% of Verona games under 3.5 goals despite having the worst home defence with 31 goals conceded alongside Cremonese. But I think uh, Empoli are not going to be a pushover here. I'm going to go for both to score minus 106.
0: Both teams score minus 106. That's 51.5% on the book. And just to throw some more numbers at you, both Verona and Empoli, With home and away games only factored in, both teams to score, yes, 55.5%. Same with Empoli. That works out at minus 125. So if you're betting at minus 106, you've got a value play here with Daniele's selection. Both teams to score in the Verona-Empoli clash. Uh, Last game to review before we get to the uh, parlay is Juventus against uh, Milan. This is Sunday, 8.45, local 2.45 Eastern, with Juve at plus 136. milan plus 2-10. Um, obviously, that 10-point deduction that we've talked about, it could get more, it could get less, they could appeal, they probably will. Um, they've got seventh spot at the moment. However, they could get thrown out of uh, European competition. We don't know. And also, uh, to throw something else in, Daniele, Milan, uh, potentially, by the time this game kicks off, might know what they need to do to grab a Champions League qualification spot because at the moment they're three clear of Atalanta, four clear of uh, of Roma. If they don't get results that require Milan to do anything, they might only need a point potentially um, to get uh, Champions League football again. So there's, there's an awful lot, as there
1: always yes. is at
0: this stage of the season, to factor in.
1: Yes, and of course the fact that Milan plays after Atalanta is a massive advantage for them because also they got the head-to-head advantage. Now, if they finish level on points with Atalanta, there is not a playoff game, but they look at the head-to-head. So, in reality, Milan's got four points over Atalanta. If Atalanta loses against against Inter, they are qualified for the Champions League. Going back to Juventus. Look, I think, as Allegri mentioned, this has been an absurd season. I think it's a season that uh, is that a bit of a mockery, really, of Italian Serie A, because it has compromised these deductions of points and then the points that were given back. It has compromised not only the top four challenges, but also the challenge for the salvation, because teams, obviously, they do make their own uh, calculation. They do make their own table. But despite all of that, Juventus' uh, season domestically has been poor. 90 feet of the season uh, against Empoli, and that's the first time since 2010-2011 that they lose so many games at home so it's been a very poor season in terms of numbers six defeats in all competitions since April for Juve and um, despite at home uh, being okay this season they scored 38 38 goals the best attack alongside Milan and Napoli they never looked like they had a style of play or they went into a sort of rhythm or an identity really I think the problem with Allegri has left no legacy after uh, two years and already the speculation whether he's going to stay or he's going to go have started. Let's see what kind of direction Juventus goes but uh, I would expect maybe Juventus to have a little bit of a nervous reaction after if, it if you remember after they were deducted the 15 points back in January they played a 3-3 draw against Atalanta. It was a very entertaining game back then Juventus were very stingy so everyone was expecting a 1-1 or, or, or a 2-1 win and it was 3-3 was very entertaining maybe there is a little bit of that as well left in juventus they do want to finish in the top four on the pitch in this this, despite the deduction so again it's a more they play for the pride so maybe that could happen and yes i think the the result of inter atalanta is gonna is, is gonna impact the way milan approaches this one
0: and we like both teams to score with this one daniele Um, just talk us through your selection
1: yeah, both into score minus 117. Uh, 61% of Milan games in Serie A have been both into score, so that's top uh, for uh, for that kind of stats. Away form for Milan, average six wins, six draws, six defeats, score 22, conceded 23, only one win in the last five. Leao seems to be back in form. Girouda sc- scored a couple of goals against three goals against Sampdoria, but you know, I mean, Sampdoria were uh, were not very good. They- they don't need a win at all costs. That's, that's the thing. I think, uh, um, yeah, they will produce a chance. They might concede lately. They've seen them concede in the derby twice against against um, against Inter. They're unbeaten, by the way, in the last four against Juventus. They might come out with a draw here, but draw with goals. Both to score, minus 117.
0: Both teams to score, yes, is the selection for the UV milan game, which is the late game on Sunday in Italy. It's 2.45 Eastern. And finally, to wrap things up here, uh, the parlay. We've got three games to look at. First of all, uh, Monza against Lecce. Um, Lecce are three points clear of Verona. So just need a point in terms of making sure of their top flight status. As we talked about just off air, Monza potentially could finish eighth. They're two points clear. And that might be enough for European football, depending on what happens with UEFA and Juventus.
1: I'm going to go for Monza or Thai so 1x so Monza not to lose at home they are unbeaten in 8 games Monza that's the longest unbeaten streak in Serie A because Inter lost against Napoli last weekend always scoring the last 8 uh, they can finish in Europe if they win they beat the record points for newly promoted side in Serie A and of course they are the best newly promoted side a lot amongst the top 5 European leagues so these are all good records Lecce on the other hand uh, they play the last game at home against against bologna which is a game that they could win they only lost three of the last seven uh, i think they're going to spend most of the, the game Lecce defending their own box monza or thai one x it seems it, pay, it pays well as well because uh, actually the book is taking into account the Lecce are fighting for their life but i'm gonna go for one x
0: that's the first leg of the parlay it starts sunday 9 a.m eastern incidentally second leg concerns bologna napoli daniele what's the bet here
1: over 1.5 goals, despite the room, the, the noise around Napoli is that Spalletti is going to leave, that Kim min is going to join Manchester United, so they're a bit in turmoil. Against Inter, they played a good game, although when they were 11 against 11, they were struggling a little bit. Look, Napoli motivation is only to beat the record points, so 91. They need two wins against Bologna and Sampdoria to finish with 92 points and make a little bit of history, and obviously to add to the individual tallies, Cravacelli hasn't in the last nine, for example. So maybe someone to watch for this game of the last or the next one. Bologna, usually very good at at home against top teams. Beat Inter, draw against Juve, Roma, Milan, Lazio. Uh, Arnautovic return with a goal against Cremonese. They're going to miss their top striker, though, Orsolini. 11 goals so far this season because he's suspended. But I think this is going to be a very open game. Uh, Napoli could be able to hit Bologna on the counter a couple of times. I'm going to go for over- 1.5 1.5 goals, so it's not even a, such a high-scoring game. Just you need two goals for you to, to, to win this leg of the parlay.
0: That's the second leg of the parlay. And finally, Lazio against Cremonese. Uh, Lazio, I hope they do get Champions League football because I've enjoyed watching them over the course of the season. They need a win to make sure, that No,
1: no, they are. They are already in Champions ah, League. already in. They are in Champions are. League because... Because of Milan plays Juventus and Inter play Atalanta, of course, uh, the calendar course. favors them. So yes, so on Monday they celebrated the qualification to Champions League, which is I think, a massive achievement, despite the the fact that Juventus has been, been penalised. I mean, Lazio haven't got the, the fourth-best squad in Italy, and they managed to, to get a very good second half of the season. Uh, they managed to keep the 20 clean sheet against Udinese. Seven times they won to nil and 3 0 nil, nil. So, very organised, very compact, difficult to break down. Uh, only lost one of the last five at home, and five wins to nil against strugglers against Verona, Spezia, Sandoria, Cremonese on the, on the reverse fixture. So, five wins to nil against Against them, Cremonese. But finally, they given up. Uh, white flag. They conceded five against Bologna. But you know that's understandable. A very good season, considering everything. You know they got relegated, but with dignity, I will say. Conceded 35 goals away from home. Second worst defense. I'm going to go for a simple Lazio win here to bring it all together and to boost this parlay up to plus one five one. One, sorry, 1-4-1.
0: Plus one forty one for the parlay. That's Monza or time there game against Lecce. Uh, over one and a half goals in the Bologna Napoli game and uh, Lazio to beat Cremonese The final leg of the parlay. Just to remind you of the other selections here: Juve against Milan. We like both teams to score at minus one one seven. We like both teams to score as well in the Verona Empoli game at minus one o six. Inter against Atalanta. We've gone for Inter Uh, or the draw, and both teams to score at plus 104. Fiorentina or Roma, we like the home win, or the draw, and over one and a half goals at minus 115. And on the Asian handicap, Torino, with a quarter ball start, minus 129 in their away game at Spezia. And just to wrap things up, uh, on Juventus, we started the show with that deduction. There's so many situations where we see them might get more points, might get less if they appeal. They might be out of Europe as well. If they don't qualify for any European football, I've seen reports about certain players heading out of the club. You mentioned that Allegri could go as well. I mean, what sort of a summer could it be for Juventus if they don't have European football? I mean, the financial implications, Daniel, must be huge.
1: Yeah, the financial implications are are big and I think there are a few players out of contracts, for example, the likes of Rabiot, that I think they're going to leave. They're even talking about potential Di Maria leaving or not extending his contract. But yes, Juventus are... At, um, at the point where they need to decide where they want to go, if, look. If they change the manager again, uh, they will. That will be the fifth manager in the in 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 the last four years: you know, Sarri, Pirlo, Allegri, and then the new manager. So, obviously, uh, not great stability there. But that could be the opportunity to change as well the style. Depends what kind of manager they go for. Uh, they're talking about. Vincenzo Italiano, Fiorentina, uh, Thiago Motta. So there is, there is a lot there. Allegri says he wants to continue, but yes, the problem is that really you cannot see the team developing or having developed enough to be able to to challenge uh, next season. And, you know, we all thought at the beginning of the season Juventus has strengthened the team a lot. In reality, you no, know, they remained pretty much the same, the same, the same quality. If you look at the numbers, number of goals scored. Pretty much the same, a very average campaign in Europe as well. So probably a change is needed. But we will know more about uh, their um, you know, the, the, their judiciary problems uh, in due course in the summer. It might be that they start the next season with a point deduction, with a minus four, with a minus five. But in my opinion, that will be probably the best outcome because, yes, this season has been compromised by everything that went on outside the pitch.
0: Yeah, problems for Juventus, unfortunately, off the pitch and to a certain extent on it. We'll see how they get on this weekend and indeed all of the games over the course of Match Week 37. That wraps it up for Betting Weekly Extra Time Sarah Edition. Danielle, thanks for your company as Thank always. You very much. We're going to be back ahead of Week 38, which is the final games That's, of the yeah. season. And make sure you stay across all of the Bet Rivers Podcast at Because We Win. Bye for now.
1: Bye bye. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Extra Time on the Bet Rivers Network.